Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. The Hall of Famer is right here. What's up, Isaac? Hey, Doc. It is what we call Victory Monday. So Victory Monday means, you know what? We got Monday off. See you Wednesday. Normally come in for treatments and exercise and uh, uh, try to burn out some of that lactic acid. But as far as work, we normally get these Mondays off. But you know, we're not players anymore, so we got to work today, man. Let's work this thing. 1-0, leading the NFC West. LA no Rams. doubt about it. 1-0, leading the NFC West, and that makes for a happy, happy episode today. Our L.A. Rams opening the 2020 season with an impressive 20-17 win over the Dallas Cowboys. Our Rams winning the first-ever game played at SoFi Stadium, the beautiful SoFi Stadium. Isaac and I talk about some Rams who had some beautiful games. The NFC West represented well on opening day with the exception of one team. And, of course, we're going to talk about that. You know, Isaac and I just glad that, you know what, the wait is finally over. Football is indeed back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. The Rams over the Cowboys in week one was money. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Isaac, of course, the first game of the season is over. Week one, our Rams taking care of business. Good guys, us, 20, them, Boys, capital, lowercase b, 17. What you like, brother? Well, I got to tell you what, man. I was really, really impressed with our approach uh, offensively. Uh, defensively, we did a su- superb job. Um, you know, Coach McVay, uh, the play caller that he is, he came out with a lot of misdirection plays in the beginning, got the defense chasing, uh, really got them off their, off, their, off their feet. And, you know, we used that, that play-action fake. Run game uh, superbly, throwing, pushing the ball down the field. Uh, a lot of misdirection plays. Uh, the screens were that we that we become accustomed to seeing uh, ran by Todd Gurley. Man, they they were still very effective. So you know, with the with with with, with Brown, uh, Henderson, uh, Cam Akers, with the addition of that guy, he, he with him coming in, <clears throat> I thought the offense did a tremendous job. The offensive line played in unison they look like a group that has been together for probably two years 
uh, uh, together. But I, I think they had a really good showing. The running game was effective. Uh, throwing the ball down the field, I think Jerry Goff did a good job uh, uh, facilitating that offense and making sure he got the ball into the playmaker's hand. And Doc, here's the thing, man. I, you know, we 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 didn't have many negative plays. Plays that were that are, uh, you know, that will beat you as a group. We didn't have many of those negative plays. So hats off to uh, Sean McVay, uh, calling a great game. The guys executed well uh, defensively. Uh, we we've seen some emerging stars from the defensive side. That that kid Fuller, the safety, the rookie out of Ohio State, man, tremendous job on defense all night, man. He looks like a seasoned veteran. The way he was able to read and maneuver through uh, the con- congestions of, of of defense and uh, just really make big plays all night long. No doubt about it, man. And like you said, bro, it was very impressive game by our Los Angeles Rams offense and defense. Now the defense can work on some things, but they did play a lot better against the Cowboys this year than they did last year. And I just love the way we came out, bro. We get the ball. What do we do, man? Morris down the field, bro. Seven plays, 75 yards. First first TD in SoFi Stadium by Malcolm Brown. And what I like about that, man, now what I love about that, man, Jerry Goff and Sean McVay came out with a lot of play action, a lot of misdirection, man. They had the, that Cowboys defense totally confused on their first drive. And that's how you want to start a game, man, because you set the tone. You're letting Dallas know. Sometimes we may be going this way and we may end up going the other way, but sometimes we may be going this way and we just indeed might be going this way. And right then you had the Dallas Cowboys offense off balance, man, all night down. Jerry Goff, the way he just had total control of the offense, man, and I love it when we do the hurry up and those misdirection plays and those play action plays. Like I said, man, when the play action is working well for our Los Angeles Rams, man, we have a great tendency to be extremely, extremely successful. And you saw that last night. But just the way we came out and played, man, no fans in the stands, and we really didn't need them, man, because they played a great game. And you want to open up the season against uh, against a team like this on this kind of stage, Sunday night football, and they stepped up and they performed it. We like to see this is the Jerry Goff man that we saw a couple of years ago. And what I really like to see about him, Isaac, is that he was confident, man. He wasn't rattled. He was in control. He seemed to have total command of that offense. And not only total command, but he was just so much confident and, and, and brave and had that courage sitting back there in the pocket. And that offensive line played a lot better last night, this week, this week one, than they did last, uh, last year, Isaac. Indeed, man. You talk about the confidence of Jared Goff, man. I mean, you could see it. I mean, this this being his uh, fourth fourth season in this offense, uh, being with Coach McVay, you know, that there's that Kendrick, Kendrick spirit that you're starting to see uh, uh, between the two. So uh, it, it trickles down, Doc, from, from the quarterback to the skilled players to the offensive line and everything that we're trying to do offensively. Just a great, great effort by the, the guys up front, moving guys around. We saw a lot of guys pushing defensive linemen down the field, Doc. It's a huge difference from what we've seen later in the year last year, man, where we, we weren't getting uh, much uh, push up front. But, you know, the difference is having guys, experienced guys, we're leading those guys and moving guys off the ball. So this running game and these running backs can have a running start. So I was real impressed with that, and hopefully it gets stronger as the season goes on. I know it will, man, because, uh, you know, no preseason games, the lack of, I guess, physical contact and training camp. People thought that the game was going to be kind of sloppy. But actually, man, all the games, they've been well-played games. And the Rams, we played it a well-played game. And like I said, what I really love about us, man, it was that hurry-up offense. Golf with that bootleg, man, it looks just just gorgeous, man. And 
also, a lot of people have to understand, man, it's his his cadence. Hey, man, his cadence caused a lot of offsides, man, and that is extremely important when you're trying to get a rhythm and you're trying to get an undisciplined team and undisciplined defensive linemen to jump offsides. And he did a great job of that, man, especially in the first half, man, just setting that tone and doing some things. Uh, I mean, I can't say this enough. I'm just extremely impressed with how golf played, how that offensive line played. And I'm going to talk to a, talk about them in a minute, how that, you know, uh, that running back group played. But at halftime, we played good, you know, golf 12 of 19 at the half, 168 yards, no touchdowns, no picks, though. He wasn't sacked. And also, Malcolm Brown at the half, Isaac, 10 carries, 49 yards, had to touchy, the first touchy. Akers got in there, eight carries, 22 yards, actually started, man. He was listed as, I think, running back three and ended up starting. So uh, we had 256 total yards at the half. Robert Woods doing his thing, man. Uh, but it's the balance in the first half, not only in the first half, but in the game. 19 pass attempts, 21 rushes, man. I think that balance is going to be extremely important, and we talked about that once before because golf plays better when that play action is able to be in effect like it was in week one. Well, you know, Coach McVay's ability to, uh, you know, uh, outwit at times Mike Nolan, the defense coordinator of the uh, Dallas Cowboys, man, it was very evident, man. Just just running everything off the boot uh, from uh, the, the, the strong play actions to really trying to run downhill versus that defense, man. And, and you, you just can't say enough about you know, the the way that offensive line played, man. We were able to really get gashing runs that helped sustain drives. So uh, when you start having running plays and running drives and series like that, you start to bring that defensive uh, safety, that backfield up in the trenches, and then that's when you can take your shots down the field. I mean, I think coming next week, uh, you know, when we get ready to play our next opponent, uh, these guys will watch that film and then start trying to get a guy in that box to try to, stop the run, and that's when we'll take our shots downfield. But as far as this game, really just trying to uh, really build on what we showed last night, man, in front of the nation. I thought it was really, really, really well-played game, great uh, game plan that was executed by the guys. No doubt. And, and golf, finishing the game, man, 20 or 31, 275 yards. Didn't throw any touchdowns, did throw one pick, but it really didn't hurt us, man. He was only sacked one time, and that sack came after Dallas started trying to you know, bring some pressure because they got a little desperate. They need to change up some things because when they were just letting golf sit back there, sit back there, offensive line doing a good job of making the pocket, man, making that mini moon. And he was just able to go out there and do some things. And plus with that play action and that misdirection, he was just throwing them off, man. So, uh, but golf, his favorite target in week one, that dude, man, Robert Woods, six catches, 105 yards, eight targets, Van Jefferson, the rookie. Only caught one pass, but it was a beautiful pass, man. Oh, 31, but 31 yards. Just, just beautiful catch. He got targeted three times. Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, four catches, 40 yards, five targets, man. Tyler Higby, he came up with a, a big catch when we needed as well, man. Three for 40, and Josh Reynolds, one for 17. That one catch, that was huge because we needed that completion as well, man. But golf, like he wants to be fair and balanced. He's, you, Robert Woods was his favorite target in week one, but in week two, it may be Cup. Week three, it might be Higby. Week four, it may be Reynolds. Week five, it might be Gerald Everett, but it seems like Jared is trying to do a good job of spreading the ball around, man. Not only, he's probably not even worried about keeping receivers happy, but 
he didn't seem to be forcing anything, man. He was just going to the open man, and if that man's number was called, he would go to them, but he was also making the right decisions. Well, we have a lot of weapons, man, to choose from. I mean, you mentioned just about everything in that wide receiver room, and they all played a huge part in that win last night. I mean, just, uh, you know, the veteran leadership by Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, these guys who have been there, they played in playoff games with us. Uh, they've been in Super Bowls with us. And, and with the new addition of uh, uh, Jefferson, man, uh, you can see the work that he's put in in practice going against guys like Javon Ramsey every day. It, it, listen, that makes your confidence skyrocket. So when you see a different color uniform, a guy with probably a little less a uh, little less accolades than uh, a Ramsey lineup against you, you're very confident. I mean, he, get, he did a great release off the line, uh, saved the box on the sideline, catching it over his shoulder, making sure that, you know, it was ball, receiver, and defender. And, uh, you know, that's I'm sure that's what's being preached in that wide receiver room. But they all contributed well, uh, uh, and uh, I, think it, I think it grows from there. You have a lot of weapons, and uh, the running back by committee, and uh, we'll see how that how we build on that next week. And talking about golf, man, I has I said something about his one interception, but I got to say this, man. He, he it was in the third quarter, man, with about three minutes and forty three seconds left, man. And Alden Smith got some pressure, man, but he hit him in the head. Should have been a penalty. He hit him in the head, man. Uh, the Cowboys to Doby, uh, I was a. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, brother. My bad if I mispronounce your name, but you ain't listening anyway. You in Dallas with that L, man. So who gives a damn? But anyway, Alden Smith, man, smacked him in the head, man. Should have been a penalty. So uh, that's when the interception came. But still, Jerry Goff, total command of the offense, man. Didn't look rattled. He just looked like the Pro Bowl quarterback, man. So hopefully we can get him to keep playing like this. This is what we want. But Isaac, I, one more time before I move to the running back group in this defense, man, but just – that offensive line, you said it, man. The offensive line was moving up the field. They was moving dudes. And that's always important, man, because that's when you want to win the battle, man. Especially when we running, even when we zone blocking, even when we pass blocking. You want to win the battle. And by golf, getting sacked just one time, our offensive line won the battle in week one against the Cowboys defense. I mean, to tell the truth, man, they got some talent over there. And they got some dogs because Alder Smith was raising some hell, but he did some things, but our offensive line did a good job of winning those battles last night. Well, you talk about a unit that's playing as one. That's what you want from your guys up front. So, uh, you know, when you make those calls, uh, offensive linemen, they love to run the football, especially when they can move guys. And you mentioned, man, that, 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 that Dallas defensive front, there's a lot of money that's been paid to that front. You're talking about with the addition of Alden Smith, he, you know, he was raising some cane last night, but. You, we were moving guys out of the way and, and pushing the ball down the field and creating a pocket when we needed to. But offensive linemen, defensive linemen, uh, uh, we just won that battle and we, we, we enjoy running the football. That, I, that, like we talked about earlier, Doc, that has to be our main staple to be successful as far as you know this entire season is concerned. Make sure we run the football well and give our guys an opportunity to get started uh, you know, past the line of scrimmage and not behind the line of scrimmage. And we do love running the football. And Malcolm Brown, I'm going to holler at you, bro. We finna holler at you, man, because you were toting that rock, man. Very impressive what you did in week one, man. I absolutely love that. We're going to holler at you, but first, we got to take a break because we got to pay, pay some bills and get some money. But when we come back after the timeout, Malcolm Brown, 
Got some for you, man, and that running back group. Having a home is a blessing, and having a great heating and air conditioning system for that home is also a blessing. At Opox, we help you take care of that blessing by making sure your heating and air conditioning system is running properly. Our expert technicians have decades of experience, and our experience will make sure your experience at home is a comfortable one. Call Opox today at 901-443-5153 for your heating, air conditioning, water heater, and furnace services. Opox, keeping you warm in the winter, cool in the summer. I welcome back to Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. I am Doc Holliday. He is Isaac Bruce. Isaac, before we went to break, man, mention my man, Malcolm Brown. That dude, been waiting on his turn, man, playing behind Todd Gurley, man, for the last several years. Gets his chance last night. He was listed as running back one, but actually uh, Cam Akers got the start, but Malcolm Brown put in work, bro. 18 carries. 79 yards, two touchdowns, the very first touchdown in SoFi Stadium. I like it because he averaged 4.4 yards a carry. See, that's important because three carries, it's a first down. Move the chains. Give us another group, another uh, uh, round of downs, four downs. But Malcolm Brown, not only looking like the veteran he is, they kept calling him a big back, but he's really not a big back. Uh, uh, but he plays a, like a big back. Running north and south, man, always going forward. That's what I like about him, man. He's patient. He has vision. He doesn't try to make things happen and force things happen because a lot of times you fumble the ball when you do that. But good at protecting the rock. Malcolm Brown looked like a starting running back in the NFL, played like a starting running back in the NFL. And if he can play like this and run the rock like this, Isaac, oh, we go a long ways, man. Well, you know what? Uh just a, uh, an awesome night by Malcolm Brown. Uh, make no mistake about it. Whenever you have a running back that's uh, falling forward and everything he, he does, he finish, he's finishing his runs, it's important to have. Um, uh, great effort by that group, by that room. But to, to be honest, I don't think we're really settled at where we want to be as far as the run game is concerned, especially when you see all three guys have opportunities to run the football. So, Normally, you, you like to have two guys, a starter and a guy that's spelled your starter at times. I think we're kind of uh, mixing it up, seeing what we can actually have in that room. Because remember, once again, there's no preseason that we played. I'm going to use these first four games as an, as an extension of the preseason and, and really make sure we, we really know what we have in that room. Because um, when you got three guys playing the position, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like having two quarterbacks. If you got two, you don't have one. So. We want to make sure that the two guys could go to the forefront of uh, that running back position. And Malcolm Brown, he, you know, it was, it was a good audition. Uh, we'll see what we do, do next week as far as that position is concerned. I know what we need to continue to do is run that ball, man, because I said it. said it a couple of episodes ago. I've said it several times last year. When we ran the ball at least 30 times, we were 7-0. So, Isaac, what did we do in week one against the Cowboys? 40 carries. 31 passes, we got another W, man. So running the ball is paramount and extremely important for what we do. And we talked about Brown and his tough running, man, going north to south, always making the right decision and not forcing anything. Cam Akers, the rookie, got the start. It was kind of tough for him. 14 carries, 39 yards, just a little under averaging three yards a carry. Now, people may look at that and say, okay, Akers had a not-so-good game, but not really, because watching him, he was running tough. He got what he could get, because a lot of those times, man, he hit the hole. I didn't see him miss any cuts. He took care of the football. He didn't make a lot of mistakes as far as 
I'm looking from this point of view, but just Cam Akers being there, man, like I said, 14 carries, 39 yards, 2.8 yards average. He'll get better because going out there and seeing this NFL speed for the first time, that that NFL physicality is something totally different than what he saw at Florida State, what he saw in the ACC, and what he saw in college football, what he's seen anywhere. But So he'll get better, but he didn't look bad just looking at his numbers. People may say he didn't really have a good game, but he, like I said, he didn't miss any cuts. He took care of the football, and he got what they gave him, and he wasn't trying to force anything. So as far as I'm concerned, the rookie, welcome to the NFL moment, but hey, man, I can see – why they got him because he's physical, he's tough, and I saw a lot of mental toughness as well uh, in this first game, Ice. Absolutely. It's all about reps, Doc. I mean, when you, when, once a guy like Akers starts to get reps, you know, he'll start to get better. His, uh, his vision will start being better. Um, his, his pass pro, which is the most important thing for new running backs in this league, it'll start getting better. I mean, it's nothing different from, you know, any other rookie uh, running back that's in the, in, in, in the league uh, this year. Uh, the Kansas City running back. I mean, he has to learn and has to get more reps. I'm sure he'll get more reps. So um, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with Akers, uh, his ability to uh, run through arm tackles. We see that. Uh, he's a home run hitter, I believe. It just needs to, needs time, more reps to open his eyes so he can become the guy that he, he is becoming. And I'm, I'm totally confident that he will become that player that we can count on, man, and be that breakaway, breakout star that we need in that running game. And speaking of the running game, the Cowboys last year, man, ran all over us. Ezekiel Elliott, Tony, Tony Pollard, both of them had more than 100 yards rushing in that game against us last season when they beat the brakes off of us when they had nearly 300 yards rushing. But last, in this first game, just 136 yards rushing, man. Now, they did average five yards a carry, but to hold them to just 136 yards rushing, man, Zeke, 22 carries, 96 yards, one touchdown. Pollard only got the ball two times as far as carries, 10 yards. But to hold them to 136 yards rushing compared to what they did to us last year says a lot about that L.A. Rams defense and especially that L.A. Rams defensive line, man, led by our guy, Aaron Donald. Now, A.D., he only had four tackles, one sack, huge sack. But Isaac... Watching that dude play, dude does not take a playoff. See, when they, you look at the four tackles and the one four, one sack, you may say, okay, he won dominant. Damn, that dude was dominant, man, because they had the double teamer, and he only had four tackles in that sack, but he was disrupting damn near every damn near every play, bro. He got up close and personal with uh with Dak Prescott on on, on many occasions last night, but. Just the entire effort by the defense, man. And let's 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 mention the defense coordinator as well, man. He put guys in positions to make plays, and we saw that. I mean, there was a a baptism that was going on with the 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 right tackle, the rookie undrafted right ta- tackle steal for the Dallas Cowboys. Listen, uh, you know, it was it was a baptism for him. He's gonna have to learn that uh, you can't be the weakest link on the team, and when you are, teams are gonna continue to come at you effortlessly because. You know, uh, we got to the point where we moved everything to one side of, of the formation up front and put one-on-one with Floyd on the backside versus this guy. So we kind of isolated that guy. And with a speed rush coming at him, Doc, it's, it's rough, man. You're back, when you're a backup on a team, you're a backup for a reason. The uh, Cowboys were missing Collins, who normally plays that, that right tackle position. 
And man, that 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 spotlight just shines on the guy. So it was a, a total baptism. I think it was a great job by the defensive coordinator putting guys in position, isolating that position right there with Floyd uh, as as a single outside pass rusher and rushing Dak and and getting Dak off his spot, man. So sometimes you you don't always get home, but just that pressure on quarterbacks make them throw the football a lot faster than they want to throw the football can have an effect. Uh, on the offense, but the defense as a whole played well. Jalen Ramsey, he stood out, made plays all over the field. You talk about a, a, a great offense or a great wide receivers that the uh, Dallas Cowboys have. It's it's hard to just put Jalen on one guy and follow one guy all around the field. I mean, they have three quality receivers, and we saw that last night. So he just showed up, and he showed, kept showing out. And we mentioned Fuller earlier, man. Just a great effort by that defense as a whole. Now talking about that defense, man. You're, uh. You're right. They did play a, a, a good game, but no defensive players in double-digit tackles. I, I don't really know how to feel about that, man. And our leading tackler was Jordan Fuller, who's a safety. And Isaac, a lot of times, man, when the defensive back is your leading tackler, man, that that doesn't really bode well because that means uh, they're either completing passes or running backs are getting loose. But Dallas Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott really didn't get loose for too many big runs, man, and Tony Pollard didn't get a, enough touches. So that's what I looked at. No double-digit tackles for, tackler uh, for any of our L.A. Rams. Jordan Fuller being the leading tackler with eight tackles. Not a good sign when your DB is the leading tackler, but they took care of business when they needed to take care of business, especially in the fourth quarter, Ike. 11.40 left. Cowboys fourth and three, man. I think they were maybe at the 11-yard line. Mike McCarthy, instead of kicking the field goal to tie it up. You know what? I'm finna try this L.A. Rams defense, man. Y'all ain't talking about nothing. I'm finna try you. Finna get this first down, or we finna get this touchdown. And what did that Rams defense do, man? Come up with a huge stop. So that was huge. But tell me, Isaac, is it – I mean, do you – your safety of DB being the leading tackler, man, with, with eight and no double-digit tacklers on defense, is that cause for concern, or am I just tripping? Uh, you might be tripping a little bit. I mean, you gotta look <laughs> oh, at the you. personnel, Doc. Look at the personnel that you have. You got you have yeah. one of the best corners on the outside who can shut down any any receiver that he plays plays against. And you want to kind of keep that middle of the field closed. That get that extra box guy in there. So you probably end up playing with three or maybe four linebackers at that position. Bringing Fuller down. He's he's he used to being in the box. Let Rap man the middle of the field and make sure that. Uh, you make guys or manipulate the offense the way you want them to run. And when the ball is bounced, you have Fuller, an extra guy in the box to make plays like that. So I don't think it's a cause for concern. I think they they pretty much, you know, uh, made the offense run the plays and run the football and bounce the football when we wanted them to. And guys just have to be in their gaps. They have to fill their gaps. And when it's time to make a solo tackle, you have to make those tackles. So with Fuller leading the team in tackles, I mean, he he did his job well. And, uh, you know, uh, he showed up at the end. Great play. And he probably got the game ball uh, from a defensive standpoint after last night's win. Uh, he balled out, man. So a, a, a straight salute to you, uh, Fuller. You took care of business, man. And, and uh, I, I'm with you, man. I just love the way you you balled out and was physical and took care of business, Mr. Jordan Fuller. And uh, Micah Kaiser, though, the linebacker, he, he did have seven tackles, man. Uh, so that was good. Six solo. So he, he took care of his business. And you talked about Jalen Ramsey, man. Jalen. He actually has six solo tackles. But a lot of times when you have six solo tackles as a cornerback, that means, you know, somebody's catching the rock on you. And with the amount of money he's been paid, people going to be like, I told you, you know, they're going to be like, hey, look, man, 
you're not supposed to let anybody catch the football on you, but these are professional athletes. And Jalen, he did come up with a big play, a big hit on Amari Cooper, man, with about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Uh, it was pretty much his best play as far as I'm concerned all night. Ended up causing an incompletion. But Isaac, got to talk about it, bro. 21 seconds left, man. Dallas driving. Trying to score or get in field goal range to kick a field goal to tie it up. Michael Gallup got loose. Jalen Ramsey was covering him. He caught that thing, man. 47-yard com- completion from Dak would have put them inside the 20-yard line, would have pretty much made for an easy field goal attempt. But then they called offensive pass interference. Gallup on Rams. They say he pushed off. Now, I love our Los Angeles Rams. Jalen Ramsey, I pulled for him. But, bro, he got struck, dog. I mean, we, we, it just got to call it like it is. He got struck, man. And we, we He called a break, and we called a break. But he really called a break because paying the kind of money that they paid him, no one expects for you to give up a big play like that in that situation. But he called a break. But Isaac, damn it, he got struck, bro. Well, I, I tell you what. I mean, we always have to remember this, and we want our, our listeners to always remember this as well, that both teams, both players on each team, they're all on scholarship. They're, they have a job to do that they get paid for. So, so here's the thing. We're talking about, you know, balls being caught on, uh, on Ramsey. There's a lot of underneath stuff. I mean, quick outs, hitches. I mean, guys will give that up. Uh, but at the same time, you, you see the level of competition that, that Jalen brings to the table. Uh, you have three quality wide receivers that played last night. It's hard to just put Jalen on one guy because someone else may start to get off. So you kind of keep him in one spot. The guy that comes to him, he covers him. Now, here's the thing. You're talking about Jalen Ramsey, one of those uh, key smart veterans that plays body language at times. So, he, 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 you know, talking about the play with 21 seconds left in the game, you know, he's up pressed. Uh, he gives a clean release to Gallup. Gallup gets the field. And, and that most times, most cornerbacks, they try to feel when you're going to make a break, maybe at the 13 or 15-yard break and probably won't run that comeback or – or nine stop at 12 yards. And that, and sometimes they guess wrong. So when, when, when you got a guy like Gallup who's still learning the position, he's fit, still fairly young, he continues to run, and he's a fast guy. He can get, get up and down the field pretty, pretty fast. So, you know, it turns into he may have a half a step on Jalen. So Jalen has to make it up. Now, here's the lesson that the young receivers out there can learn, guys like Gallup. I think, you know, you know, with the extension of the season down the road, you probably won't see this from Gallup again. You normally want to have a bent arm when you, you, you know, you nudge off a guy. Anything straight arm that's that's going to lay on a defender's chest is going to get called every single time. So, you know, for me as a receiver, when I was in that position, I I normally throw that quick straight arm to the guy's chest and try to make him grab my hand so that breaks his stride, or I just played, had give him dead arms and dead eyes, and at the last minute, use that bent arm pressure to create that separation, and and maybe you catch the ball clean, and it's a, you close the game out on a strike, you know. But when you're young like that, and you extend that arm and leave it in a guy's chest, and I think Jalen Ramsey, he played it perfectly, you know. He he, he did a little flopping, but those count too, and uh, you know, he forced a, he forced a, a call by the by the back judge right there, and it went our way. And yes, indeed, it did go our way. And it really doesn't matter, man, because it was called offensive pass interference. Ball comes back. We get the W. 1-0. and 
Los Angeles Rams to the 2020 season, opening up the beautiful SoFi Stadium with the W, man. So congratulations to our Rams and everybody else. Next up, we got the Eagles. They're 0-1, man. They lost to the Washington Redskins, man. That's a uh, that's an early game uh, next week, too, man. 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, so that's 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that's like 10 o'clock L.A. time. So early game for them, man. But, uh, of course, we're going to give a preview for that game later this week. But still, Isaac, we're going to be traveling, man, uh, across the country. Is that always a tough thing to do, man? It's pretty tough. I mean, you got the three-hour time difference, number one. Uh, number two, I mean, the good thing about it is that, you know, good defense always travels. And I think we have a good enough defense up front. Uh, I think the Philadelphia Eagles right now are pretty reeling up front. Uh, Lane Johnson, their their uh, perennial All-Pro uh, right tackle is not probably not going to play. Jason Peters, uh, their left tackle is a little long in the tooth, and uh, you know you you got Carson Wentz right there, man. He, you know he can be a statue at times. So I mean maybe we see the uh, the the professional debut of a Jalen Hurts, maybe, but at the same time, you know I think we have a formula that travels well, that being the defense in a running game that, 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 that travels well as well. So it'll be our first big test on the road. It's another NFC game where we, you know, we got to have it for the tiebreaker sake. So, you know, we accomplished that last week versus the Cowboys and hopefully we can, you know, continue our success in this NFC East. Indeed. And letting you all Ramblings fans know now, Isaac, I'm going to give you two episodes a week now, now that the season, now we're going to give you one, Post game, Monday if the game is on Sunday, Tuesday if the game is on a Monday night. Then we're going to give you a preview for the next week's game on a Friday. So, hey, we're going to give you a little double up on Ramblings and appreciate you all for your support. And want to run around the NFC West real quick. Isaac, Arizona, man. Kyler Murray, take care of business. They beat them, San Francisco 40 Winers 24 to 20. And DeAndre Hopkins, man, the new Cardinal. Dude went off, bro. 14 carries. 151 yards, targeted him 16 times. So he's the man. But Arizona, man, that's an impressive opening week win, especially a division opponent, San Fran. On the road. Yeah. Hey, if I was Larry Fitzgerald, man, I'd be looking at somebody funny, man. 16 targets, man. Somebody, you got to get me to rock. I'm not just out here for show. Hold <laughs> on. But if you've been playing as long as he's been playing, do you think he cares, man? He had four catches. For 34 yards, they targeted him five times, but the damn show wasn't 16 targets, bro. <laughs> he and said, you don't care. When you're playing, you never lose that number one mentality. I'm the number one receiver on this team. I don't care what you paid him. I don't care how many targets he got. Listen, don't forget about me over here. So do you think, you, you think Fitzgerald look at Kyler and be like, hey, hey, DeAndre, good game, but uh, Kyler, come on, bro. Hey, don't trip now. I mean, come on, Rook. I mean, now you know Rook, but you, you, you second. Come on, bro. No, uh, he, hey, he, he's a professional guy. It's through and through, but. Listen, he wants to rock as well. That never goes away. Well, another NFC West team that put up uh, an impressive win and impressive uh, uh, numbers. Uh, week one, Seattle beat the Falcons 38 to 25. And bro, Russell Wilson, man. I mean, we I, we know we got to deal with the dude, man. But damn, dog, 31 to 35 for 322 yards and four touchdowns. And dude, just making all the throws, making all the right decisions. He's gonna be a problem, dog. But he's a problem every year anyway. He's always a problem, man. I mean, I think he's, you know, I mean, if we had to name the best quarterback in the NFC West, I think it'd be a strong argument that that Russell Wilson is the guy. And, uh, you know, we're talking about another team in the Seahawks that that prioritize running the football. So he's doing all of this amidst of, 
you know, your head coach wanted to run, run the football and play good defense. So, you know, he kind of kind of spoke out this year about that, this offseason, about not being able to throw the football. So he's very capable. And, uh, you know, who knows? They may take the take the reins off. And former L.A. Ram Todd Gurley making his debut with the Atlanta Falcons, man, 14 carries, 56 yards from him in the touchdown. So it's good to see he was able to have some kind of productivity. But anyway. Another great episode, man, and the football season has finally started, man. We've been building up to it, building up to it, and our Rams, man, it's just glad, man, just happy. We're going to be able to go through the week, man, at least until next week, happy because we're sitting on a dub. Philadelphia, we coming to you. For Isaac, anything you want to leave the people with, man, before we get you up at you? Yeah, man, we're doing two shows a week now, man. We got to double the revenue. That's what I want to leave them with. I mean, come on, sponsors. Come on, let's go. Get on board. Sign up. Sign on. Let's go. Hey, and I'm one of those, man, because uh, 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 the listenership is, is is growing every week, man. And I'm one of those, man. You know, I'm I'm like you, 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 you down with me in the beginning. Don't come, don't come, don't come to me, man. When the Oscars and all those awards start coming, I don't want to holler at you then. You know what I'm saying? You guys show some love and show like you know what? I believe in you. But anyway, man, we do have a couple of great sponsors, man. Uh, Opox and Bet Online, man, and several others in the in the cup that we, we're talking to. So we'll see, man. It's all good, man. You jump on now, you know what I'm saying? Hey, as long as you're spinning, you pretty much can jump on the bandwagon at any time. But you probably want to jump on that joint now because you know a little bit later, it, you know, it, the conversation may go a little different. Isaac's all I'm saying. We we will have to make room. Hey, quick shout out to the Arizona Cardinals, though, and Kyler Murray, man. Kyler Murray, man. Um, <clears throat> awesome dude. Awesome game yesterday. I, I won't even call him the dark horse for MVP uh, for the entire league. I just think he's he, he, he'll he be in the running. And if I had to choose or if I had a vote, uh, preseason, Pitt, ah, he might be my guy for MVP. And, I, I mean, you know, I mean, Kyler plays for another team, NFC West team, but the fact of the matter is he balled out. He's a baller. 26 of 40, 230 yards, a touchdown, man. 13 carries, 91 yards, another touchdown. Did throw a pick, but – he balled out, man. Little dude's a baller, man. So, you know, shout out to you, bro. We'll see you. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you. We'll see you a couple times. We'll see what you're talking about. But anyway, Isaac, like what you're talking about, man. Anything else you want to holler at, man, before we get up out here? That's it, man. We're good, man. We're good. We hit it all. No doubt about it. We are good. And you know what? That's going to do it for this edition, episode of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We will hear from you or you'll hear from us again in a couple of days. But until then, have a great week. We out. Welcome to the NFC South, Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Welcome to the NFC South, Tom Brady. Now we out. Yeah, you're right, Isaac. Now we up out of here. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. 
Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.